TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Broadcast is going to be back with you on this Friday, and it's not the typical Friday because uh, we got a break from tropical weather for quite some time, but it is roaring in right now as we speak. Here's what's going on. The big story, as you know, is Ian expected to make final landfall in South Carolina this afternoon. We're talking about heavy rain, storm surge, flooding, strong winds, threats right here in the Carolinas. And these threats with heavy rain stretch as far north and west as Virginia and the Appalachians. Right now, that storm is tracking this way. We mentioned the threats it brings with it and it's something we all need to prepare for as this storm is going to impact the Carolinas throughout the day and actually beyond we have reports so far Folly Beach South Carolina wind gusts up to 66 miles an hour this morning multiple roads closed because of flooding in the Charleston metro area this morning And winds have gusted up to 40 miles an hour at the airport. We'll talk about air travel a little bit later on because there are already issues right here in Charlotte. Let's find out exactly what is going on here with Ian and the impact we could see right here in the Charlotte area and in the upstate of South Carolina. Our good friend over at the Weather Channel, Richard Llewelling, is back with us. Good morning. Welcome back, sir. Good morning, Vince. How are you this morning? Doing very well, sir. Let's talk first about where this storm is right now. Well, Ian is uh, starting to make its way toward the South Carolina coast right now. We're starting to see the uh, outer feeder bands of the uh, storm start to work on shore at Charleston. And it looks like uh, we'll probably see landfall with the system over the next uh, four to six hours uh, between Charleston and Myrtle Beach, depending on exactly uh, the wobble of the storm track, but it looks like uh, we will probably see the storm come in uh, maybe at Georgetown. I think that's about where the the uh, best uh, opportunity for the storm uh, is going to track is going to be right there at Georgetown. Try to come on up toward Florence and then uh, start to clip off toward the northwest and uh, should skirt the Charlotte Metro uh, in the overnight hours tonight. Ah. Okay. So uh, what are we uh, talking about in terms of timing and impact here? Well, of course, we're going to be looking at uh, quite a bit of rain. We've come down on the uh, the rainfall amounts for the Charlotte Metro. It looks like about two to three inches is what we're looking at for us here. But uh, closer to the South Carolina coast and, of course, 
uh, on the northeast side of where the storm makes its way on shore. That seems to be about where the heaviest rain is going to be at with this. There could be some isolated pockets of up to five inches of rain with this. And, of course, uh, we're going to be looking at the strong gusty winds that will continue to be a factor. It looks like uh, winds along the coast uh, will gust up to hurricane force, maybe even as far north as the I-95 corridor in South Carolina could see some wind gusts to hurricane force. Looks like the strongest winds we'll probably see here in the Charlotte metro are going to be sustained between 20 and 30 with some gusts up to uh, 50 miles per hour at times later this afternoon and through the evening hours this evening. And, of course, that puts us also in the potential to see the possibility of some power outages. So far across the Carolinas, there are about 20,000 without electricity in the Carolinas right now. And those numbers will probably start to go up, especially as the center of circulation works its way on shore a little bit later on this evening. What kind of strength are we talking about with the hurricane right now? Uh, do we expect it to still make landfall at a Category 1? Yes, it, it's pretty much going to be locked in on that 85-mile-per-hour uh, wind, you know, probably at the landfall is what we're looking at. So, you know, pressures are going to still be up there around 986 millibar. so definitely Category 1 hurricane at landfall. Once the storm starts to work its way on shore, of course, it will start to deal with the friction of the land. So uh, we will see a weakening with the system pretty quickly. And by the time the storm works into the upstate in western North Carolina overnight tonight and early tomorrow morning, this will weaken pretty quickly down to a tropical storm and eventually into a tropical depression. And then by the time it gets on up into southwest Virginia during the day tomorrow, we expect this to become a remnant low. The remnant low is going to continue to hang out across parts of uh, Virginia and the Carolinas as we move on through the weekend. In fact, further north, up across the parts of Virginia, West Virginia, into Maryland, New Jersey, and New York, the rains could stick around through at least Tuesday. So there could be the possibility of some uh, flooding concerns, especially in southwest Virginia and West Virginia, maybe even uh, the far northwestern corner of uh, western North Carolina, up around Boone and those areas, uh, especially as you start to get up into some higher terrain, uh, there could be some concerns with uh, some flooding up there. Uh, but I don't think flooding is a, a major concern here. There could be some flash flooding in spots around the Charlotte metro as we progress on the, through the afternoon and evening. But I think once we get into uh, the overnight hours tonight, a lot of the rain will start to come down. In fact, we only have a slight chance of rain in the forecast tomorrow. So it looks like the bulk of the action here for Charlotte is going to come in probably within the next um, 18 to 20 hours or so. And then by tomorrow, this is going to be moving on out of here, and we should start to see some improving weather tomorrow afternoon. How about the upstate of South Carolina? What can uh, people in that area expect? It looks like uh, the best chances of rain are going to be along and uh, east of I-26. So, you know, areas like Greenville and Spartanburg, uh, they'll probably end up getting about one to two inches out of this. Uh, the higher numbers are definitely going to be in the Carolina Piedmont in regards to rain. Uh, so it looks like a couple of inches of rain. There could be some isolated higher amounts of up to four inches in spots. And, of course, uh, in the higher terrain, we could see some isolated concerns with some flash flooding in locations. But uh, no significant flood concerns are expected at this point. But, of course, we'll be watching the rivers to see how uh, the rivers hold up over the next couple of days as the, the rains continue to come in. Talking with Richard Llewelling from the Weather Channel, uh, the heart of the storm itself, uh, right now it's a hurricane. Uh, when it reaches land, when it comes ashore, 
Um, what do we expect in terms of where is it going to pass through in terms of Charlotte, the upstate, uh, the heart of the storm? Where do we expect it to go? Well, it looks like once the storm makes its way on shore, you know, if it comes in at Georgetown or Myrtle Beach, you know, in those areas right there, it'll quickly uh, make its way on up into the Midlands of South Carolina. It looks like around Florence uh, will be where it tracks into as we uh, move into the evening hours this evening. Should cross the North Carolina border around uh, Rockingham and continue to make its way on up into the state uh, that way, moving on up uh, into uh, central North Carolina, north of the Charlotte metro we're on the very edge of the cone uh, of the uh, storm track right now. It looks like the cone is just a little bit off to our north and east. So, you know, Charlotte, uh, you know, is inside the cone, but it's right on the western edge of the cone. So that's kind of where the storm track eventually goes. Okay. It moves on up to the east side of Charlotte, up to the north and east, or excuse me, up to the north and west. And then starts to lose its tropical characteristics and tropical identity as it makes its way on up toward Boone in southwest Virginia. So this looks like uh, we may have uh, dodged the bullet here, uh, but we certainly want to stay tuned. And you'll be joining us next hour as well to let us know, uh, give us a final update on what is happening with Ian, because Ian is not done yet with the Carolinas. Uh, Richard Llewelling, the Weather Channel, thanks a lot for joining us on the broadcast this morning. Thank you, Vince. All right. And we want to get your thoughts along the way, uh, especially if you might be affected in some way. Maybe you're traveling or maybe you have property that you have concerns about. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device, credit, service, ported, 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And we are back on the broadcast. We want to make sure that uh, we stay on top of this weather situation because it can change. We don't know for sure, 100%, what direction Ian is going to go. So we're going to keep you posted. As I mentioned, we'll have an update coming up in the next hour. We're not into panic. 
We just want to make sure you are prepared. Prepared for anything. How is that? Is that a fair deal? I think it is. So, with that in mind, we will um, give you the information that uh, we're able to provide to you in real time as necessary. Isn't that fair enough? As always, if you'd like to join the conversation, you are welcome to do so. The phone number is 800-928-1110. That's the Ingalls Markets talk line, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. And my allergies are driving me up the wall this morning. (laughs) So either way, you like to contact us. And along the way, if you are aware of any weather situation, be sure to let us know. Especially if there's some safety issue involved where you think it would be advantageous for other people to be aware. So keep that in mind. So I told you earlier that there's already impact from Ian at Charlotte Douglas Airport. As you know, this is a very important airport, not just for us, but for the nation. This is the number two hub for American Airlines. And so you have a lot of people. I, don't, I can't remember that figure. Somewhere between 10 and 20% of the traffic is local. Everything else, it's people passing through. So here's what's going on today you need to be aware of. Charlotte Observer is reporting a lot of canceled flights today. So if you're planning to travel, be aware of that. I'm so glad. I came back from Myrtle Beach two days ago. Don't want to be there today. As of 9 a.m., more than 260 flights have been canceled at Charlotte Douglas International Airport. 260 flights. To give you some perspective, I think we were at around 5, 550, somewhere in that neighborhood daily. So that's a lot. 260, according to FlightAware. And this number has been ticking up. At 8.15, that number was 249. 268 by 9.30. Last night, the airport tweeted that officials were closely monitoring weather conditions. Travelers advised to check their flight status before heading to the airport. Make sure you do that. The airport's not given any indication as to whether it will completely close down yet. That's the key word. So, stay tuned to this station so we can keep you posted on what's going on. The concerns about heavy winds, rain, flooding, outages, and you heard in the forecast, perhaps two to four inches of rain, parts of upstate South Carolina. So, we need to be prepared for anything and everything. And as I mentioned, if you're planning to travel by air, Double-check with the airline before you head to the airport. It could be your flight is canceled. So, don't want to find an unpleasant surprise after going through all of the trouble. By the way, there are changes out at the airport because the departures deck is closed at the top. So, everything is going through the bottom. The departures and arrivals are now at the bottom. So, uh... That's another thing 
you'll probably want to keep in mind. So that's the weather situation. Union County, North Carolina, has also declared a state of emergency. They want to make sure they are prepared for anything and everything. In Union County, this move allows them to increase funding allocated for emergency purposes. Uh, Again, they want to be prepared to address whatever comes their way out in Union County, North Carolina. So it's not too surprising that there's an effort to be as prepared as possible. So we'll follow this story. And as I mentioned, if you have anything you'd like to share or need to share, you can call us, text us, so we can pass this on for others to benefit as well. Other big story going on, and this has been going on for quite some time, our economy. The picture is not getting any better, is it? We continue. According to CNBC, to face challenging economic conditions, unrelenting inflation, taking a toll. More Americans are now living paycheck to paycheck. That number increasing. And this report says the rise has been sharpest for higher earners. So those of you who may be into class warfare, you can be excited that old People in the higher income brackets are getting theirs, too. Almost everyone feeling the sting of rising prices. As of August, 60% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. 60%. Six in ten. This is a number that has not budged since inflation hit 40-year highs. A year ago, the number of adults who felt stretched to then was closer to 55%. Even high-income earners feeling the strain. Of those earning more than six figures, 45% reported living paycheck to paycheck. Did you hear that? Even on six figures. So it doesn't matter. That's a jump from 38% a year ago. A representative from Lending Club says a lot of people, more people, are losing their financial stability. The Consumer Price Index, which measures the average change in prices from consumer goods and services, rose a higher than expected 8.3% in August, driven by increases in food, shelter, medical care costs. This is not a pretty picture. A separate report by Bank of America found 71% of workers feel their pay isn't keeping up with the cost of living. Surprise, surprise. Bringing that number of people who feel financially secure to a five-year low Many Americans dipping into their cash reserves, nearly half falling deeper in debt. Those struggling to afford their day-to-day lifestyle tend to rely more on credit cards, carry a higher monthly balance, making them financially vulnerable. This expert saying it's no secret. Prices have been increasing for everyday Americans. Not only the goods and services, but the interest rates to fund their lives. And this can have detrimental consequences for someone who pays the minimum amount on their credit cards every month. For its part, the Federal Reserve hiked its target federal funds rate to 0.75 percentage points for the third time in a row to try to calm runaway inflation. And they tell us more increases are coming. I think this is a surprise to no one. 
Love to find out what's going on in your household. Are you finding that things are tightening up even more? Coming up, we're going to talk about what's going on, the crisis with men. Please, please join us for this very important conversation. Coming up, stay with us. Back on the broadcast, over on the text line, we've got this. Admittedly, inflation's a problem. The bigger problem is people living outside their means. Yes, this is, uh, dare I say it, part of the American way. You know, you've heard the expression, fake it till you make it. How many of us are doing that, have been doing that on some level? Also this, Vince, good morning. Well, where are all the debt? Good people. Maybe you can get an interview with Dave Ramsey. We're all getting a little dose of reality, like the hurricane. It's time we have to ride out the storm. That is from Dean. Morning, Vince. Remember January 6, 2020. Gas, dollar fifty nine a gallon, half of what it is today in South Carolina. Also, food prices, 22% higher today than when Joe Biden became the occupant of the White House. My wages have risen 3%. Wife lost her job since that January 6th. We are not doing very well. I'm sorry to hear that. But I love how you end this. This is so encouraging. God will take care of us. Thank you. That's Lonnie in Anderson. Wonderful. And I appreciate you opening up and sharing what's going on in your lives. I've been planning to talk about this for days, and I did not want another week to pass. Uh, This is a really neat little, uh, I don't even know how to describe this. It's, It's a post in Vox about men having fewer friends than ever, and it's harming their health. The male friendship recession is having dire consequences. This is so cool. This is not an article. This is actually a list of illustrations. And I'm going to post this on the Facebook pages for 106.3 WRD and News Talk 1110 WBT. I'm going to put Chris and Bernie on notice. Chris, Bernie, listen carefully. Make sure I post this. Because with ADHD, I'm going to talk about posting it and I'll forget. So... Remind me during the break to post this because this is really excellent information. Men, I'm, I'm appealing to you now, if you can, even if you're in a workplace, just take a, a few moments and just pay attention closely what I'm going to share with you and take it to heart. And I, this is, I'm, I rarely ask on this kind of level, but I'm really asking in a very serious way for you to, to focus on this. And I'm going to ask you as well to share this. I'm going to give you an assignment. I just thought of this. I want you to think of your closest friend, person closest to you, male friend, and share this with them. And have a conversation about it. I know I'm just being honest with you. As men, we are horrible communicators. We are terrible. I'd like to see us improve in this area. 
not see this as something that we're just going to be permanent failures in. Let me get to this quickly. These illustrations in Vox, and I'm not, I can't go thoroughly through all of them. You'll understand why when you see it. Men have fewer friends than ever, and it's harming their health. The male friendship recession is having dire consequences. The first illustration shows the U.S. is experiencing a friendship recession. American men have been hit the hardest. According to AEI's survey center on American Life and Gallup, the percentage of men with at least six close friends fell by half between 1990 and 2021. Fell by half. One in five single men say they have no close friendships. None. Zero. That's pretty bad, isn't it? Research shows that social isolation, this is where I think this is important. This is not about feel-good, kumbaya sort of stuff. Uh, it's, it's not that at all, folks. Because I want you to hear about what's in the next illustration. Research shows social isolation can weaken the immune system and make someone more likely to suffer from a variety of ailments. Alzheimer's, high blood pressure, inflammation, sleep disruptions, heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. Where did I, what was I talking about here again? The problem with men and relationships. That's what I started talking about, isn't it? Our lack of friendships. This has an impact on our health. Some mental health experts, like psychology professor Niobe Wei, think the growing isolation of American men is also contributing to societal violence. You think? We've talked about this before, haven't we? So why are men having so much trouble creating and maintaining friendships? Young American men are living with their parents longer, and those that do often forego making other friendships and bonds outside of the home. 52% of people 18 to 29 live with their parents. Wow, that is a startling statistic in and of itself. Changes in the workplace might be contributing as well. Americans are working longer hours, switching jobs more often, and going to the office less than we were in the past. But we also tend to socialize young boys in particular to hide their vulnerabilities and value toughness and stoicism over emotional sensitivity and connection. Boy, I beat this drum all the time. It is not feminine to be emotionally sensitive and connected. In fact, I would argue just the opposite. I see way too much posing by men. Way too much. And stoicism. We need to blow that up and cut it out. Because what we're doing in hiding our vulnerabilities, we're just not being honest and we're not being real. You know you struggle. You know you've got things in your head and your mind you're concerned about. This is why I've encouraged, I told you for me, I've got elders I look to and have conversations with and I share, and close friends, I share what's going on. Open up about things, challenges, whatever they are. We talk about them, we pray about them. Connection is very, very important. 
Men are less likely than women to share their personal feelings with and receive emotional support from friends. These numbers are staggering. Women, 41%. Men, 21%. That's the percentage of people reported receiving emotional support from a friend in the last week. That's sad. 21%? 41% for women? Both of those are not good. Percentage of people who shared personal feelings with a friend in the last week. Women, 48. Men, 30. See again. Get rid of this idea that feelings are for women. They're not. Doesn't mean you go around crying all the time. <laughs> and I'm going to get into one. Boy, this is really into deep territory. What I'm going to share next. We're going for the jugular, folks. Stay with us. Back on the broadcast, and uh, believe it or not, before I forgot, I shared this on the Facebook pages for 106.3 WRD and News Talk 1110 WBT. This is a great illustrated illustrated piece about how man, men have fewer friends than ever, and it's harming their health. The male friendship recession having dire consequences. I'm going to share some pretty interesting things now that I think are going to surprise some people. Quite surprising to some people, I'm sure. This is a very important one because I experienced this just a few weeks ago. I think I told you about my friend in Germany who passed away. I'm so glad that just days before he passed away, when he shared with me his cancer diagnosis, and I learned it was more serious than first thought, I let him know I was praying for him and let him know that I loved him. Among the last words I shared with this friend, so thankful. Because that gets to the next item. We're less likely to tell our friends we love them. 49% of women do this. Percentage of people who told a friend they loved them in the last week. Us men, we're way down at 25%. What's up with that? We need to learn how to... We, we've got to get over ourselves. This is what this comes down to. And again, I'm just telling you, it is not feminine to communicate love to another male. It's not, by its very nature. Tell your friends you love them. Just imagine if we grew in this area. And I think for many of us, it needs to start at home. And, and I'm not saying this is a criticism, but I'm saying this, many of our homes, just as a tradition, we've had, in, in many cases, men who've been raising sons especially in a pattern that's been very stoic very lacking in emotion 
And once you learn that, you tend to pass that on. You tend to behave that same way as a parent. Let's break that cycle. Make it a habit and make it comfortable to express love and frequently. Men stifled by traditional gender norms were also seven times more likely to have used physical violence and twice as likely to have had suicidal thoughts. My goodness. And I remind you again, especially if you're having issues like that, and please get some help. Studies have found a gender-specific link between suicide and loneliness in men. Boy, these numbers, when you see this chart, and, and I want you to look, don't just listen to what I'm sharing now. I hope you do go and look at these illustrations. They are powerful. Deaths by suicide per 100,000 people, women, down near 5%, down near 5, not percent, 5, men, 20. Loneliness in men. And again, one of our problems is we're not honest. Let's just be honest. If we're lonely, let's be honest about what we're feeling. U.S. clinical psychologist Ronald Levant suggests the term normative male alexithymia to describe the inability of men to put words to their feelings resulting from conformity to traditional masculine norms. I'm just telling you, break out of this crap. Whatever you think people have told you what manhood is, you, you, I, you be who you are and learn how to be expressive, caring, loving, nurturing. And don't worry about what other people are going to think. Forget about that stuff. The older I get, the less I'm concerned about that stuff. I'm pedal to the metal. And I, you know, to the extent that I'm able to, I will love the hell out of people around me, in my workplace, wherever it is. I don't care what people think anymore. I just don't. Just love. A study by Levant and Emily Caracas confirmed that men with this condition I described, I don't want to use that again because it's pretty long, had lower relationship satisfaction and quality of communication and greater fear of intimacy. For Folks, this is across the board. Because we have these issues, it's not just with friends, it's also in our marriages, isn't it? If we're real about it, we're being honest. Not exactly a recipe for making strong friendships, huh? The very qualities we socialize men to value are the same ones that make it hard for them to form lasting connections. Maybe it's time to rethink what it means to be a good man for their sake and societies. I want you to see this and... This conversation doesn't have to be limited to today. If you want to call in or text in uh, beyond today, I'd love to get your thoughts after you have a chance to look at this. I think uh, this subject absolutely is one of the most undercovered subjects right now in our history. And I'm going to tell you, if we work on this, I think this is going to go a long way to restoring our nation. A long way. Faith Focus Friday is straight ahead. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.